Welcome. You are listening to Engender, a production of the Choral Commons. The Choral Commons provides a space for singing communities to realize the liberatory potential of the ensemble as a site of radical imagining. We promote equitable artistic and organizational practices that harness the positive social impacts of participatory music making for the common good. My name is Brad Dumont, and I use he, him pronouns. I'm Nikki Manlove, and I use they, them pronouns. And you are listening to Engender, a series focusing on the wisdom of gender diversity in the choral practice. Nikki, it is so exciting to be here with you again. <laughs> Yay! It's, let's see, February 2021, but we actually started this project, uh, I guess, back in June of 2020. Oh my god. So <laughs> a year ago in the, like the present moment time. <laughs> a few months. A few months. So um it's kind of cool that we finally get to to put this out into the world and um to record this first episode 7 months after we started the process of all the others. Yeah, it's it's really wild to think about all of the shapes and all the paths that we've sort of gone down. You know, originally we when we wanted to compile the sections of each interview into this like long form grand narrative like um this American life. But after going through this process, we realized and hearing, you know, all the great stories that we heard, we realized that we wanted everyone listening to hear, you know, all of the first-hand accounts that we had heard. Yeah, it felt like we couldn't edit them in some ways like we didn't mm. want to take that away um so instead of pulling it into that this american life format we've um decided to present engender as more of a 12-part series with each episode centering on the voice of one of our guests along the way there will be some compilation episodes around certain questions like next week as well as forum discussions that'll happen live and other content Uh, But to set us up for our season, we wanted to talk a bit about our experience meeting all of these incredible guests. So to do this today, um, we want to start off with actually me kind of interviewing Nikki about our process. Um, And at the end of the season, Nikki will actually become our final guest of the series. And we haven't done that interview yet. Nikki is going to reflect in 12 weeks on what the process of releasing these has been like and what creating this content almost over an entire year has been Mm. so nikki i'm wondering if we can actually start by having you answer the very large question of why did we do this and why did you do this and why did we feel compelled to get this rolling yeah it's a really important time in our field to be talking about this you know this is a really live conversation um many people Uh, are deeply invested in doing right by trans people for the first time. Of course, we've seen uh, mainstream media representations of trans people increase in the past few years with shows like Orange is the New Black and Pose. And there is beginning to be a mainstream consciousness about what it means to live as a trans person. And sort of accompanying that, the urge to do right and to do well. And of course, we've seen some scholarship in the past few years about how to work with uh, singers who are undergoing transition. And um, just to be really honest, this podcast is not that for, for the most part. This podcast is about telling trans stories and listening to trans wisdom because 
There is so much more to being trans than has been captured already. And it's important to me that we sort of elevate the conversation from um, like, what words do I use to like, how do I think about personhood and how do I think about relationships? Um, And that's some of sort of these big ideas about gender and about uh, justice are um, things that we'll go into in this podcast. Yeah, so much of our conversation has come to a place of culture-based language. What is the root Mm. culture of our communities, our choral communities, our educational communities? And we've talked a lot about centering the trans voice or the gender diverse voices, um, not thinking of it as a term of inclusion, as an accommodation, which is what a lot Mm. of that vocal ped language is. It's how do we accommodate the voice, but how do we just build up our practice so it's fully inclusive? And that is one of the talking points Nikki, that we've centered related to trans leadership in these podcasts instead of the idea of trans victimization. And I'm wondering if you can speak about that sense of um, you've been clear from the beginning, like this is not about creating sense of pity or victimhood um, and or creating a feeling of like looking at their experience and trying to sympathize with it necessarily. I'm wondering if you can open up some of that change in language. Yeah, so. I've been to like so many panels at uh, conferences where people talk about sort of best practices for working with trans singers and often what happens and often what is asked for is this sort of like display of trauma. Um, People want to know like what it's like to be misgendered and how that feels for a person and all, you know, people's trauma from their families and all these sorts of things. Um, And I think this is because unfortunately uh trauma is a motivation for people for cis people to like do better right we hear these like horror stories that happen in and out of choir but we hear these horror stories and that that becomes the motivation um for wanting to do better and you know i wish that instead the motivation could just be that we're all people and we've we all want to have you know a transformative singing experience and And of course, we all want to have, you know, relationships outside of choir, (laughs) you know. Um, So, yeah, I think in this context, um, what I really want to highlight with this podcast series is um, the idea that uh, trans leaders, trans conductors, trans administrators um, do some things differently just by virtue of our experiences. Um, And if we pay attention to the things that trans leaders do differently, we all have something to learn and we all can improve our practices in, you know, in any context. Um, I think about, I, I tell this story all the time, but one of my trans role models, Dean Spade, who is an abolitionist and activist and um, attorney, has this idea of trickle up social justice. And the idea is super, sounds super intuitive um, but the idea is that if we orient our social policy toward the people who are most impacted then everyone stands to benefit and that's sort of what I think about here if we orient all of our you know choral policies and choral practices and our pedagogies toward um, trans singers I think we'll come to find and we'll find at the end of this podcast that everyone stands to benefit yeah and in these interviews, these conversations, I think, Nikki, you and I hoped to create a space where it was not about educating a cisgender audience, but it was about just creating a room where we could have a conversation. And so what you're going to hear over the next 
several weeks is some very open and honest dialogues between Nikki and me and the panelists that we have with us on a given week. We've left them in some states somewhat unedited. We've taken and put context around some things that needed it. But these are these are dialogues that are fully transparent and fully vulnerable and they're being given out of a generosity to kind of open up a, a window to a spirit a soul that we haven't um maybe come across before to to just see into somebody's life and their experience and so i'm, I'm grateful to all of our panelists that we've had even though it's been several months since we talked to them for creating that space with us in the fall, I, uh, I had the pleasure of working with a group of trans conductors to put on a project called Roses, the Past, Present, and Future of Trans Resilience. And one of the uh, artistic directors I worked with um, really impressed on me this idea that trans people are meant to be teachers and leaders and culture bearers because that's what we have always done. Um, and I think like one of my objectives with this podcast and one of my like uh, goals to bring out with our um, our guests is this idea that trans people have unique wisdom that has not yet been represented in our field, uh, and we have a lot to contribute. And also, we often aren't allowed to um, because of you know various ways that trans voices are silenced in the choral field. Um, but we have wisdom to share, um, and we have wisdom to share that can be healing for everyone. So the voices that you're going to hear over the next week speak to that. We've brought in a group of folks that are uh, from all backgrounds in the choral music world, and we've made sure not just to go to conductors. Our guests have included singers, uh, singers who have actually left the field of choral music because of violence and returned, um, singers who function in their chorus as mediators, one of our interviewers who is actually a uh, LGBTQ um, mental health specialist uh, in their full-time job, um, as well as conductors and composers and other creatives. Finally, we should acknowledge that for most of this podcast series, we understand gender diversity in the context of the gender binary, which was imposed on this land and its people by European colonizers. Indigenous people who have lived on this continent and around the world for centuries and generations have lived outside of the idea that man and woman are the only two types of person that exist, and outside the idea that the type of person you are is exclusively determined by the shape of body parts you are mm -hmm. born with. As we begin these conversations uh, in the Coral Commons, we want to recognize up front that some identities that should be represented have been left out of this first series. And uh, their omission here is not a reflection of their importance or of our perspective of their importance. Um, we plan to expand this conversation in, in future episodes. So this is in gender. Next week, you will hear a compilation of all the incredible voices that we have interviewed over the last few months speaking to what they love about their gender identity. After that, you'll be hearing from a new voice every week as they speak to their stories and experiences in the choral community.
This has been another experience with Engender. Thanks for listening. This podcast is produced as a contribution to the Coral Commons and hosted by Nikki Manlove and Brad Dumont. You can find more episodes of this series alongside other progressive and disruptive content, as well as a schedule of virtual events, by visiting our website at www.thecoralcommons.com. We welcome all questions, comments, contributions, and feedback. If you'd like to engage with the Coral Commons or the Engender series more intentionally, please reach out to us through any of our networks. Music for today's podcast was adapted from and will be free by them, Youth Ensemble. Thanks again, and see you next time.